I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check It Inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, glory to God. Welcome to another podcast where I'll be bringing words and teachings that will inspire you and change your life forever. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you, we adore you, we glorify you. We honor you because you are God, you are Lord, and you are King. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit. And at the entrance of your word, will bring us light and understanding. Holy Spirit, have your way. And let the name of Jesus be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we should rejoice, he says, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. You know, many times I get to think about it. Every day you wake up and you discover that you are alive. Do you know it's worth celebrating? Every day you wake up and you discover that you are alive is worth celebrating. Is worth celebrating, really. Because in this world, time just moves so fast. So fast. Before you know it, a second has passed and it has become a minute. And before you know it, a minute has passed. Minutes have passed and it has become an hour. And hours turn to days. And days, weeks, and weeks, months. And months, years. And years become decades. And before you know it, David said I was young, but now I'm old. You know, one mistake young people make is they never think they're going to get old. They never think they're going to get old. Until gradually, old age begins to set in. The way you are active when you are younger, you're not so active anymore. Because your body is becoming weaker and weaker. Hallelujah. Your body becomes weaker and weaker. Why? Because time has passed. Hallelujah. Time has passed. And so every time you wake up in the morning and you discover that you're still in this world, you're still alive. 
It's an opportunity for you to give thanks to God. Hallelujah. Why are we giving thanks to God? We're giving thanks to God because we have a chance to do productive things that have eternal value. We have chance while we are here. Because as far as you're concerned, those that are dead, it's over. Hallelujah. Once somebody is dead, it's over. In this world, it's over. And the person faces eternity. Hallelujah. The person, the person faces eternity once life is over. Hallelujah. But every day you wake up, you can do something. You can sow a seed that will have eternal value. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that is why he says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice and be glad in it. The first thing, rejoice in the day that God has given to you. Some people wake up depressed. I've had people tell me, say, Pastor, I woke up and I've been sad and I don't even know why. And that's not the way to approach life. Hallelujah. And I, I said this before, that the atmosphere of heaven is an atmosphere of continuous joy. An atmosphere of continuous joy. Heaven is a place where people are joyful, people are happy, people always laugh, people are always rejoicing, people are always thankful. That's the atmosphere in heaven. But on earth, in hell, it's an atmosphere of sorrow, of weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's an atmosphere of sadness. Hallelujah. Now as a child of God, you that have received Jesus and have made him the Lord and Savior of your life, is your responsibility to live on earth as though you were living in heaven. Oh, this is so important. Is your responsibility to live on earth as though you were living in heaven. This is what God expects of, of us. Hallelujah. This is what God expects of, of, of us. If you go to the book of Matthew chapter 6, If you go to from verse, verse 9, he goes on to show them a pattern of prayer, Jesus talking to his disciples. And he said, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and this is where I was going, thy will be done. In earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. God wants what happens on earth. The initial plan of God. How Adam was supposed to run the garden of Eden. He was supposed to run it according to the patterns in heaven. It was supposed to be the way it was in heaven. Hallelujah. That's how it was supposed to be. In heaven, nobody labors before they get food to eat. No. 
Nobody has to toil and sweat before they have food to eat. That was not the original plan of God. It was after Adam sinned, God told him, well, from now on, you'd have to till the ground before it produces for you. It wasn't supposed to be. Have you noticed that if you have a land, for example, and you clear the grass, clear the weed, clear everything from that land, and it's clear, if you did that, after one month, if you come back to that place, you will see that something has grown there again. And that thing that grows is what you call weed, is not what you want. But the original plan of God was that after you harvest crops, the kind of things that you want, and even if you clay it, it will grow by itself. That was the original plan of God. It will grow. You won't have to go and start toiling and digging and doing all that stuff. No. The plan, it was things were supposed to regenerate themselves. But after the fall of man, things took a turn for the worse. Hallelujah. Things took a turn for the worse. And that's why God said, listen, because of what you've done, you'd have to toil the ground before you get food to eat. Originally, it was not supposed to be so. Hallelujah. But the beautiful part of the whole thing is that Jesus came to the earth. Jesus came. The Bible calls him the second Adam. Hallelujah. He came just like the first Adam. The first Adam, the Bible says that Adam's father was God. He didn't have any other human ancestor, so to speak. God created Adam and breathed into him. And the Bible says he became a living soul. The same way, oh glory to God. Hallelujah, glory to God. The same way. That's how Jesus came. The angel, when he came, oh glory, he carried what you call the sperma of God. When the angel Gabriel came to Mary, her egg was the image. Hallelujah, the, 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 the bodily form. And what he needed was that breath of God. And that was what the angel carried when he came. The seed of God. Hallelujah, which was the life. And so when he spoke to Mary and said, listen, God has sent me, you're going to have a baby, and this he shall be called the, the, the savior of his people. He shall save his people, and this and that. And Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. The moment she said that, she received seed. The moment she said that. Now, this was spiritual. It was by the Holy Spirit. Because the angel told her, the Spirit of God will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. That's exactly what happened. Glory to God. And she conceived. And Jesus was born without the agency of a man directly from God. He didn't have Adam's blood flowing in his veins. He had pure blood, heaven blood. Glory to Jesus. So he came as a second Adam. And because Jesus came as a second Adam, remember the first Adam was not supposed to toil before supply came for him. 
That's why Jesus lived a stressless life. When he needed his tax to be paid, for example, he told Peter, well, take your hook, go to the sea. The first fish you catch, open his mouth. You will see money inside. When he needed to feed 5,000 men and many women and children, he said, what do you have? God's what he had. He prayed and it multiplied. Glory to God. That was the authority, Adamic authority that Jesus used as the first Adam. He didn't do those things as God. No, he did them as man. That's how Adam was supposed to be living. He had authority over demons of darkness, over sicknesses and diseases. Hallelujah. So Jesus on earth, he lived in two realms. Though he was on earth, he lived from above. That's why he told them, say, when you pray, say, thy will be done on, in earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus himself lived that way. Though he was on earth, he lived the heaven life. Let me show you something in the book of John chapter 3. And I'm reading from verse, from verse 11. Okay, let me read from verse 10. Now he was speaking to a man called Nicodemus. And you know, Nicodemus had approached him and said, wow, I see the miracles that you do. I see the power of God that you demonstrate. And I know that you're of God because no man can do these things except God is with him. Well, Jesus said, then you have to be born again. The man was confused. Born like, as I am like this, I'm going to go back to my mother's womb and be born. How? Hallelujah. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knoweth not these things? Like, are you uh, a leader? You know, this guy is he's supposed to be a, a religious leader. And Jesus is saying, you're supposed to be a leader. How come you don't know? You're supposed to be a pastor or a reverend or something. How come you don't know these things? And he goes, goes on to explain. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know. And testify that we have seen and you receive not our witness Jesus is saying listen <laughs> the things I'm, I'm not just telling you I'm telling you of things I have experienced things I have seen glory to God hallelujah glory to God then he says in verse 12 if I have told you earthly things and you believe not how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Believe me, there are different realms. There is an earthly realm, but there sure is a heavenly realm. Oh, glory to God. There is a realm above this realm. Hallelujah. There is a realm above this realm. Verse 13, And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. Hallelujah. 
Did you hear that? He didn't say which will be in heaven. He says which is in heaven. He functioned in two realms at the same time. So he said, though I'm with you here, I'm in heaven. Hallelujah. So he lived a heaven life though he was on earth. Glory to Jesus. He looked at things through the eyes of the spirit. His approach was always from the realm of the spirit, not from the realm of the senses. He always approached things from the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. That's how he approached, approached everything. Glory to God. Now the people he was speaking to at that time, they were not born again. They were not regenerated in their spirit man. So many of the things he explained, they were hard for the people to understand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But one day he told them, he said, the things I'm telling you right now, you will not understand now. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you into all truth. He will show you things to come. He will reveal spiritual things to you. You'll be able to understand when the spirit of truth comes. Because that's the spirit with which Jesus operated when he was on earth. And we didn't have the capacity to receive the Holy Spirit because we were not born again. Man was not born again at the time. So we didn't have the capacity to house the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. After the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, everything changed. Glory to God. Every single thing changed. He told the disciples, he said, listen, guys. He says, because after, you know, the resurrection, they had seen Jesus. And they were excited. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. You know, when you see Jesus, you'll be dumbfounded. They were excited. And they wanted to tell everyone. Like when you know something is true. Do you get it? You, you know that you know something is true. You'd want to tell everybody. The disciples were ex excited. And they wanted to spread the news and tell everybody. Jesus said, wait tarry here in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high, until the Spirit of God comes upon you. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8 he said, and you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit of God is come upon you, the Holy Spirit is come upon you, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Hallelujah. And glory to God. The Holy Spirit came. Hallelujah. And the church was empowered. And that is it. That was 2,000 years ago. And he never left. He has been here on earth since then till, till now. Glory to God. So when you are born again. And you have received the Holy Spirit into your spirit. The same way Jesus lived, he lived on earth as if he was in heaven. That's how you can live. 
Yes, you can. Glory to God. You can. Glory to Jesus. Yes, you can. You can operate the principles of heaven in this world. Hallelujah. You know, Paul the Apostle talked about an experience he had in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And he talked about how that he was caught up into heaven. And he saw things. He said, things which are not lawful for me to say. Lawful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There are some operations in heaven that are not lawful here on earth. Hallelujah. Imagine Jesus one day. Oh, glory to God. He needed a donkey to make a triumphant entry into Jerusalem. And he told his disciples, he said, go to a certain place. You will see a donkey tied there. Untied. Hey, he didn't say, go and look for the owner. Do you understand? He didn't say, ask for who has this. And ask the person, excuse the person. He didn't say that. He said, untie it, Kabushat. Untie it and take it. Then if anybody asks you while you're taking it, tell the person the master has need of it. Hey, is that not supposed to be stealing? It's, it sounds like stealing. From the earth perspective and point of view, it's that, it sounds like stealing. Because obviously it belonged to somebody. And before you take what belongs to somebody, you ask. Well, he didn't ask them to ask anybody. He said, untie it. And while you are gone, if anybody asks you, just tell the person the master is in need of it. And that's exactly what happened. They went and untied it. And the owner met them and said, what are you doing? I said, well, the master has need of it. And he let them go. That's why don't judge anything before the time. Because you may not know. Hallelujah. Why did Jesus ask them to do it that way? It's because that's the direction of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit said Jesus lived a sinless life. And when the blood of Jesus was assessed, it was spotless. It was clean. There was no sin attached to his record. Hallelujah. So there are things that are done in heaven. On earth, it may look a different way. But in heaven, it is different. That's why Paul said things that are unlawful for me to say. And while we are on earth, we need to understand the principles of heaven. Hallelujah. Understand the principles of heaven. Now, before Jesus could do that, of course, he had mastered the voice of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? Don't just say, well, ah, Jesus took a donkey. Okay, let me go and take that Lamborghini. You may continue, continue. you may have a prison ministry because they will arrest you and they will take you to jail and you will continue your ministry from prison. Praise God. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. The first thing, you know, I see people try to rush out. They want to do everything. Jesus walked on water. You go walk. You might die before your time. The first thing Jesus walked on was recognizing the voice of the Father. 
And he spent 30 years learning that voice. 30 years mastering and learning the voice. Hallelujah. And he recognized the voice of the Father. And he went on to have a glorious ministry. Praise God. So we are starting now. We are starting to, 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 to know the voice of the Father. We are learning spiritual things. It's a gradual process. It's a gradual process. So the first thing to live the heaven life on earth is to learn the voice of your Father. The voice of your Father. Honestly, if you walk in the miraculous, if you walk in the power of God, you must learn to identify the voice of your Father. Know when God is talking. Hallelujah. One thing Jesus said, he says, my sheep know my voice. They know my voice. And how can you know his voice? You have to be conversant with scripture. When you know scripture, when you understand scripture, when you keep studying scripture, you will get to understand the patterns of God. You will understand the patterns of God. You will, you, you will know what God can say and what God cannot say. As you study scripture, as you study scripture, you will know what he can say and what he cannot say. Because whatever he says to you must be consistent with scripture. The Bible says in the mouth of two witnesses am I every word established. There must be witness from the scripture to establish any doctrine, any message from God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So as you continue to study scripture, gradually you begin to know the voice of God more and more as you study scripture. And then you begin to understand the principles of heaven on earth. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You know, it's, it's, it's easy. People don't know this, but it's easy to, to walk in victory. It's easy to walk in prosperity. There are some people, they believe if you want to be rich, work hard. That is true. You have to work hard. But are you working from the flesh or you're working from the spirit? If you read in the book of Judges chapter 5 verse 20, the Bible says they fought from heaven. The stars in their courses fought against Caesarea. Deborah, the prophetess, she learned to fight from the realm of the spirit. She understood that, yes, there were fights here, but it was more spiritual than it was physical. So she decided to fight from the spirit in prayer. Hallelujah. So, yes, you're working hard, but are you working from the flesh or from the spirit? There are some people who criticize people that pray. So if you don't want, if you want to be rich, some people, they pray, 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 pray. Listen, don't criticize prayer. There's nothing wrong with prayer. When you pray, if it's a real prayer, when you pray, God will speak back to you and he will give you directions. He will tell you what to do. He will tell you what to do. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, he will. There was a time I've told my testimony a number of times. There was a time I was going through financial difficulties. It was very difficult then. And whenever I pray about any other thing, 
I, I, I see miracles happen. I pray for people, they get healed. Sicknesses get healed, demons manifest and are cast out. So many things happen. But I was fighting financial difficulty. Hallelujah. And then, one day God told me what the problem was. Hallelujah. And said, you have to do something about this. And I took the last money. The first time this happened was in Nigeria. That was 2016. And I remember where I was then. And I took the money. Somebody had called me and said to me, say, Pastor, I saw you in my dream. And you said to me that I should sow a seed. And you mentioned the amount of money to me in the dream. This was after I had prayed and prayed and prayed for there to be a turnaround in my finances. Hallelujah. Now somebody, oh glory to God, glory, glory. Every time I think about this, I'm excited. By my prayer, I prayed. And how did God answer? He took my image and showed up in somebody's dream and told the person to give me money and even told the person the amount. And at that time, I had met the lady just once. So she was looking for me all over the place, called somebody until she found me and she handed me over a brown envelope. Hallelujah. Immediately I got the money, God told me, say, this money, take it and go and sow it as a seed. Partnership. With the ministry, I was partnering then. And I took that money and I gave it. Once I did it, deep in my spirit, I knew that I had triggered something. I had opened a portal in the realm of the spirit. See, let me tell you, nothing happens on earth by accident. Praise the Lord. Nobody becomes an accidental millionaire. No, nobody. Either that person did something or the person's father did something. Somebody did something. Somebody opened the door in the realm of the spirit. And that's why, wherever you are now, see, if nobody opened the door for you, you open the door for somebody. Do you understand? If nobody opened the door for you, open the door for somebody else. For you and for your, the next generation, for your children. Hallelujah. After I did that thing, I knew that I had triggered something. And that time I needed to um, leave the country and reunite re with my family. And I needed money to buy my ticket and all that stuff. And I told God, I said, Lord, you know, I have need of this money. And I had a dream after that. And in that dream, I found myself in like a church. And there was a table in front of me. And then the pastor of the church called the ushers and told them to bring money. And they started bringing bundles of money and heaping on the table bundles of money, bundles and bundles. And I counted it was millions of Nigerian Naira, which would be thousands of US dollars. In the dream, when I woke up from that dream, I was so excited. I began to tell everybody, hey, money is coming. Money, I received money in my dream. Money is coming. I believed it with my life. I knew that, like I knew that's something that happened in the spirit. The next day, somebody who I had never met before sent me a text message. I said, Pastor, can you send me your account number? 
And I set my account number. And what did I see? This lady had put one million Nigerian naira. That should be about three or something, over three thousand dollars at that time. In my account, without me asking, exactly what I saw in the dream. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I applied the principle of heaven. And I saw the results. Hallelujah. And since then, I have been applying the same principle consistently. Hallelujah. And that's why I know I'll never be broke in my life. Never. Because I know the principles. It works. And I operate it. It works. Glory to God. Every end of the month, I take what belongs to God. And I give to God. Consistently, I do it religiously as if my life depends on it. Hallelujah. And I always get it. always comes back. Because it always works. So you can live on earth as if you were living in heaven. For me, I don't have to struggle. I don't have to stress. Hallelujah. That's how Jesus lived. He didn't struggle. He didn't stress. The way Adam was supposed to live originally, because it was after the fall of Adam, that things went in a different way. Hallelujah. Are we supposed to work? Yes. But we work from a position of rest. We don't stress. Hallelujah. We work to make life better, to make this world a better place. We're not working to earn a living. We are working to earn a given. Hallelujah. Because about us, he said, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So he takes care of everything that concerns us. He does. And we don't have to struggle about anything. When we operate the principles of heaven on earth. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. The first thing, one thing that you have to get in your spirit. You know, I hear people say, Pastor, I'm so discouraged. No, it's a sin to be discouraged. It's a sin. Do you know that? You know, some things, we think about some kind of sins and we think they're the only sins. No, it's a sin to be discouraged. What did God tell Joshua in Joshua chapter 1? He said, only be strong and very courageous. This is what I'm telling you to do. Be strong and very courageous. How? When you are courageous, it does not mean you always feel courageous. Because you don't feel like a man does not mean you're not a man. Because you don't feel like a woman does not mean you're not a woman. It has nothing to do with feelings. Hallelujah. So don't open your mouth and say, I am discouraged. The moment you open your mouth and you say, I am discouraged, you become discouraged. So you say, I am strong in the Lord. I'm strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm encouraged. I'm strengthened by the hand of the Almighty. In the name of Jesus, you talk like that. The Bible says, when men are cast down, thou shalt say, there is lifting up. I'm being lifted by the hand of the Almighty in the name of Jesus. Then you say, I live in heaven, in the earth. Hallelujah. I operate the principles of heaven on earth. And I'm always getting results. Hallelujah. When you function that way, the Bible says, surely 
goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell where? In the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord is, is an extension of heaven on earth. Hallelujah. So when you are living that heaven life on earth, goodness and mercy will follow you. People will continue to favor you. Do you know what the Bible says? It says when a man's way pleases the Lord, he will cause even his enemies to be at peace with him. They may not like you, but they will still favor you. Hallelujah. When you are living the heaven life on earth, glory to God. So from today, begin to live the heaven life on earth as it was supposed to be in the Garden of Eden. How? By saying it. Hallelujah. As you study the word, as you spend time read, reading the word, hallelujah, you begin to understand more of the principles of heaven. And then when you operate them here on earth, you will get the results of heaven. Hallelujah. You should not get sick. It is wrong to be sick. Don't get sick. Say it with your mouth. I live a healthy life. In the name of Jesus. No sickness can fasten itself against my body. In the name of Jesus. You say that. Hallelujah. If you are driving in a car, before you go out, you say in the name of Jesus. I go out in safety and I come back in safety. In the name of Jesus. Nobody will hit me and I will not hit anybody. In the name of Jesus. You say it. Declare it. Hallelujah. I will never be broke another day of my life. In the name of Jesus, money is coming to me. Free cause and unhindered. In the name of Jesus, I'm a supplier to the nations. I will lend to nations I will not borrow. In the name of Jesus. When you talk like that, I'm telling you, the Bible says, whosoever shall say, shall have whatsoever he said. Hallelujah. So this is the heaven principle on earth. If you apply it in your life, I'm telling you, you would always have testimonies. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So begin today. Practice, practice, practice by speaking, studying the word, speaking, declaring. And sometimes when you declare like that, the devil will try to bring challenges to make you doubt what you believe. Don't doubt. No matter what happens, don't doubt. Eventually, you will see the manifestations of what you've been declaring. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word because indeed the entrance of your word has brought light to us. And it has brought understanding to us. Lord, we know that as we have received your word, we are not only hearers of the word, but we are doers of the word. Therefore, we will begin to practice these words that we have heard. We will live the heaven life on earth in the name of Jesus. We will operate the principles of heaven here on earth, knowing fully well that we will surely see the results of it. In the name of Jesus. And as we do, we'll be a blessing to many. We will live for the kingdom. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. And just in case you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this, is not, this message was not really for you because you have to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life first. Just pray this simple prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I open up my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Wash me with your blood and make me clean. From now, I am born again. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Father. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you pray that simple prayer, you are now a child of God. Hallelujah. And these blessings now belong to you. You can actually operate them and get results. Glory, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm very sure after hearing a message like this, I'm very sure you will definitely come back with a testimony. I'm sure of it. Hallelujah. So I'm going to come to you again with more inspiring words and teachings that will change your life forever. But until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.